Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Hey, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to Agent Power Huddle. I'm Amy Izzo. And today we are going to talk about follow-up. How to follow up. We've been talking a lot over the last few weeks on Wednesday mornings um, about lead generation and lead conversion, a lot of scripting for the lead conversion. Um, And that has led to a lot of questions about follow-up. So I want to talk today about um, your follow-up systems and how to make sure that as we're talking to all of our leads and we're converting them um, into the different stages of the buying and or selling process that we're staying engaged with them, especially now, um, depending on how you're lead generating. You know, when you have leads come in, they're not always buy now or sell now leads. So for example, we've been talking a lot about um, Z buyer leads. And those are folks, as a reminder, that answer an ad looking for a cash offer for their property. So there are a lot in there that that come through is just curious. So once you connect with them, you find out they do intend to sell at some point, but they they start off with a curiosity around, well, what could I get for my house cash? Cash sounds cool and fast and sounds like a lot of money. So when, when they get engaged with you, Hopefully, they'll learn that cash doesn't always mean a lot of money. As a matter of fact, your cash offers in many cases are a lower offer than if you contracted with an owner-occupant who had a loan on the property and was going to actually live in the property. Um, They're going to typically offer a little bit more for most properties. There are definitely in the Z-Buyer world some um, properties that come through that are just not livable condition and definitely uh, a cash offer is the best route. But the majority of them um, turn into sellers at some point, but not they're not always ready to list today and go that route today. They're mostly coming in curious about what cash would look like. And um, you'll learn from your line of conversation with them what the um, timeline is really to have them be able to list their home and then purchase another home, what their plan is um, through your conversation with them. So follow-up is really, really important. Um, So um, my follow-up with everybody is I follow up with everybody forever until they buy or die. That's it. So now they're not really dying. I know that's what I say, but it's just a thing to help us, like something to help us remember. Um, They're until they tell me for sure that they have already sold their house with someone else or bought a house with someone else or until they ask me to stop calling them. So like, don't contact me anymore. I'm just not interested. Very few of those really happen, but we do get some that say, please, I don't want any information. I don't want you to add any value to my life. I don't want any of your information. So, you know, we will, I will shut those down and stop following up. But everybody else, especially the biggest category um, is the silent The silent people, they're just silent. You can see them engaging with your information if you're using your CRM, um, if you're using videos with BombBomb, right? Or doing that through your CRM, you can see them opening your emails. You can see that they've read text messages. You can see them 
navigating the website, looking at the home searches, but they're just not engaging with you in any kind of a conversation, text conversation, um, voicemails, you know, phone conversation, email conversation. They're just not engaging. And what typically happens is many agents stop following up with these folks because they're not engaging. Um, on my accountability huddle this morning, one of my agents um, met someone in the database online about a month ago. And he was really clear, I'm a cash buyer, I'm going to buy in this area. And I'm only going to buy when I see the right property. She put him on a home search um, tied to his um, time to his interests. And she has been following up with him for a month consistently over and over again. And he never responds, never responds to her. She keeps following up and she keeps following up and she keeps following up. And yeah, last night he sees a property that he's interested in and he's engaged. I want to see this property. I'm interested. And she's like, he's been silent for a month. She says on the call this morning, and that was her win, is that someone that's been silent for a month that she's been um, consistently following up with is now finally engaging with her um, and they're going to go out and see a property. So your silent folks are out there. They're just not letting you know they're there um, through any direct conversation. So let's roll it back. When I get a lead in the system, I um, this is what we do. So we double dial them. It's the first thing we do is we double dial them because we find folks don't answer on the first call. So we double dial them. Um, hopefully they answer on the second call. If they do, we talk. I personally don't leave voicemails. I know that's a personal preference. There'll be agents out there that tell you they leave voicemails. I don't leave a voicemail because they don't know me and I'm not going to be that important to them. So I don't leave a voicemail. Um, and then I send them a text message. I prefer a video text. Pick up your phone and video yourself. You know, um, it's this easy. It's Amy with EXP Realty. I'm just getting back to you on your inquiry uh, for evaluation on your home on 123 Main Street. Let's connect so I can get that over to you. Send. That simple. You don't need a crazy script. I know we've been doing scripts the last few weeks. You don't need a crazy script. Um, you just want to get them interested to connect back with you. You have to disclose who you are, um, which is why I do that. I'm a realtor. So, but the video text, they can see me. I'm not very intimidating. They see I'm a real person. I'm not a robot. Um, I get a higher percentage of responses on a video text than a regular text. So, and you can do this through your CRMs as well. So I can, I have tax recorded that can just be sent out through the CRM. So whatever CRM you're using, um, I want you to make sure you can send text messages through it. You can send emails through it and you can process your videos through it. You just record a video, upload it, and it can be text or emailed or both out right through your CRM. That way, um, it makes it easier when you're in there making your calls. So we double dial everybody, it, assuming I don't get them, video, text, and if I have their email and email. So if I have both phone, the cell phone and the email, they're going to get both sent at the same time. And because I don't know this person and I don't know how they like to communicate. I don't know if they live more in their email, if they live more on their phones. I would venture to guess most people live more on their phones, but I meet lots of people that don't text all day long, so, but they do get my email. So I assume that I don't know them and they don't know me. So I don't know how they like to communicate. 
Um, then they go into a drip campaign. So again, I, I judge which campaign they get based on how that lead came into me. If it came in as I want a valuation on my home, they're going to go on one of my seller drips. If it came in that they're interested in purchasing in a specific area, they're going to go into one of my buyer drip campaigns, but I'm not done. So that's just day one. I'm going to continue to call throughout the week each day. So specifically, um, I'm going to call several times the first day, two to three times the first day. And I'm going to call again uh, for the next two days in the same manner. Call, text, and an email. Call, text, and an email. I'm just going to keep following up. Then I'm going to take a break and I'm going to do it again the following week. And I'm going to keep following up three times a week, every week, all the way through the end of the month. By the way, remember they're on an email drip as well. And I'm just going to keep trying to call them. If I don't get them in about 30 days, they go on a new campaign and I start over. Um, I'm going to go to twice a week, but I'm going to keep them in my follow-up loop and keep trying to reach them via phone. I have an ISA. My, these will go on my ISA's list as well to call. So I am making calls, by the way, even though I have an ISA. I still make calls. Um but if you're not making calls at all, you, you can leverage your ISA to make these calls for you. You just have to know to put them back into the, um, to make sure the ISA is continuing to follow up over and over and over again. Um, but for me, we're doing both. So, and if I have a tough week and I'm not making as many calls this week, those, my ISA knows to call those. Those are coded and she knows to call those this week and keep following up until we get them engaged. Other things that I'll do, um, if they came into me, as a, a home valuation, curious about the value of their home or looking for cash offer for their home and they just continue to not respond. After that first week, I will send them a video CMA. So I just do a quick CMA, quick and dirty. I don't know much about the property except what's on the public record, right? Or what's in the MLS. So I'll do a quick and dirty CMA. I record a video and I show them through the video, usually three or four minutes, not too long, but I introduce myself. Hey, it's Amy. I've been trying to reach you. I know that you, I always make it about them. What's in it for them? I know that you wanted a valuation for your home and you, we've been so busy. We haven't been able to connect, right? Never blame them. We haven't been able to connect. So I want to give you a valuation for your property. Now, I don't know what updates you've made to your property. So this information is really just based on what's on the public record. Looks like you've lived there a while. So you've probably made some updates that might change my mind. So here, here I'm going to give you a range from low to high. And then when we talk, I can tell you where your property will fall within the range. And I share my screen in this video that I send them. So we use a screen recorder like through BombBomb. Um, and I point out to them, if they Googled their home address and they looked on Zillow, Redfin, and Realtor.com, here are the different valuations they would get. And I say, look, the internet doesn't know what your house is worth because every site gives it a different valuation. However, here's what I know. Here's what your neighborhood looks like. Then I pull up my CMA. So in your neighborhood, here's what's going on. Here's the range I would give you for your neighborhood, right? And then I just wrap it up. So, you know, I'd love to learn more about what you've done to the property so I, we can identify, do I have the right valuation? Um, where are you going to fall in this range? And, you know, let's chat. So I'm here to help. 
and I send them off their valuation along with some marketing information just about what I do and who I am. So I get that off to them via email. Um, if I only have a cell phone number, I try to keep that video super short, <laughs> takes a little practice so that I can text them over the video. In that case, I really can't send them material because I don't have their email, but I'll ask if you send me your email, I'd love to email you a copy of this. Here's what I do have in all cases. I have their address. They're asking for a home value. They've given their address. We also drop off a hard copy of the CMA. So if they don't respond to the emails, the phone calls, the video texts, they're going to normally respond to that CMA, that video CMA. I had one um, where he just wasn't responding for weeks and he, he asked me, so I'm just trying to get him his valuation. And I sent him off and this happens a lot, but I sent him off a video CMA. I no sooner did I email it within five minutes, I got a call back from him and, he, and I had never spoken to him. And he said, how did you do that? And he thought I was some kind of a genius for being able to send him this video CMA. He didn't know what technology I was using. He was really impressed. And he was a pretty young guy, 40s. You know, <laughs> He just had never received anything like that from an agent before. Um, and he had worked with another agent to sell one of his other properties. So when he submitted to me for a cash offer and he realized I was a realtor, he started to ignore me because he had this other realtor he had a relationship with. But when he got my video CMA, he became intrigued. And so he contacted me and I said, oh, well, this is just what we do. And I talked him through some of the things and was able to convert him by finding out why he submitted in the first place. Turns out he owned a few properties that he wanted to sell. And although he had worked with another agent before, wasn't necessarily committed to that relationship. Um, and I listed two properties for him, one right away. Um, and then I gave him a home valuation on his actual home. He said, no one had ever offered to do that for him. So let me do one on your home. I know you're not selling, but just so you have the information on the market. Um, yes, Michelle, I can get Lisa a copy of one of my video CMAs and we can attach it. That's no problem. That's easy peasy. Um, and so in copy, steal and copy and make it better. If you make it better, share it back because <laughs> you will, right? You'll do your own guys and you'll make it better, but share it back with me because I like to rip off and duplicate. Trust me, everything I do, I learned somewhere and then I just made a mine. <laughs> so, but yes, I'll get you that. But anyway, he listed a property with me and then we developed a relationship when we listed another property together. And now we're in relationship. He's not doing any more business right now, but we're in relationship. And I, you know, I would hope that I'll earn that business when he does decide to do something with his personal property. He has referred me some people as well. So sometimes these videos get people intrigued for all different reasons. Um, and, you know, here, here we are. He told me, oh, you know, well, I've worked with a realtor before. Okay, well, are you working with a realtor on this property? No. Okay, well, that's my green light, like <laughs> to go, right? To go. So the follow-up is so important, especially when they're silent. And it's the hardest time to follow up for us because we tell ourselves stories that are not true. Oh, they're not really interested. Oh, they don't like me. Um, you know, oh, oh, they submitted to 17 websites and why are they going to call me, right? So we tell ourselves stories that are just not true. Normally, when I find people are not responding, and I can only measure this through people that weren't responding for a long time and then start to engage with me. Normally, what I find is that 
life was just busy. It wasn't the right time. Something else was going on. And this was not a priority. And by the way, I am this person as a consumer. So I don't know who you are as a consumer, but look at your habits as a consumer. When I go to the uh, car dealership, clearly I'm looking to buy a car. But when I go to the car dealership and you are the salesperson and you say, can I help you? I say, no, I'm just looking every time. When I go to the furniture store, no, I'm just looking because I don't want you to bother me until I'm ready. Right? Yeah. I don't want you to bother me until I'm ready for you. And I will let you know when I'm ready for you. That's me. And I'm a salesperson because we're all selling, right? That's who we are. So we're realtors and we're helping, but we're selling. Let's be honest. So that's who I am. And so I'm a little bit more guarded. Now, when I'm ready, I'm ready and I'll engage with you. I'm a human. That's just who I am in this particular situation, the circumstance. So are the leads coming in. There are a bunch of human beings that somehow pressed a button on Facebook, on a website, on Instagram, somewhere, or saw a TikTok that you did that thought was great. And they submitted information to you. And then they did not think you would engage. They're like, <gasps> Or you engaged and they were like, cool, but they don't have time. They're busy. They're crazy. They're running around. You know, their kids are busy. They're having, they're, they feel like an Uber. They're trying to cook dinner. Like they just, they're not getting to you because you're in the lowest on the priority list. Um, and so they're just, they're not there yet. They're not reaching out to you. So the hardest time to do this consistent follow-up is when they're not responding, when they're silent. This is why I really want you using your CRM. I don't care what CRM you have, as long as it lets you email, lets you text, lets you send video, has a website, hopefully an IDX website, um, so that you can send out home searches because you can see their behaviors. If it scores them even better. So like KB Core or Chime, there's a lot of them, they'll score your leads uh, based on the engagement. And they'll tell you how engaged they are. It's a win to me if they're opening all my emails, but never responding to me. That's cool. They're not ready to engage with me for some reason, but they're opening all my emails. They could be unsubscribing. These emails say unsubscribe on the bottom. Your CRMs build that right in. They're not unsubscribing, right? They're not. Uh, and same thing from text messages. If they're not unsubscribing, but they're reading them, that's a win. So what we what what we know just from the research is that the average agent stops the follow-up after three or four tries. That's it. Well, hell, I make three tries in the first day. So if there's another, if I give up after day one, somebody else is going to get them. So uh, making sure that you're just doing the follow-up over and over and over again and leveraging your CRM because you'll forget real fast. If you're doing this on your phone, on a piece of paper, on a spreadsheet, on the back of a napkin, you are going to lose track of the, that person. And eventually you're going to remember and follow up with them. And you're going to find out that they did something with somebody else, that it was your sale that you lost. That was money that you left on the table. That's on you. By the way, I've done it. Like we all have done it. If we say we haven't done it, we're not being honest with ourselves. We've all had this happen uh, and it's, it's okay. It's just our, it's just part of your evolution. So once we're aware, use the tools that you have in place. And if you don't have a tool, go get one, go get a, go get a CRM. Don't ask me which CRM to go get because it doesn't matter. Um, the one you'll use is the big one we always say, but that's the truth. And I know we get tired of hearing that. Oh, everybody says the CRM I'll use. Yeah, it's true. It's the one you're actually going to use. So there are CRMs I don't like 
And so per me, based on how I like to work, it doesn't mean they're bad. They don't work for me. So I'm not going to use them because I don't like the interface. It's not pretty. It didn't overwhelm me. So I'm not going to use those. So find a CRM, get lots of demos. If you don't have one, find a CRM that you like and you're going to use and then go learn it. Just go learn one thing at a time. First, how to put everybody in right? How to get everybody in because this is your follow-up tool. I want all your leads that are coming in funneling into your CRM. I want your SOI, your sphere of influence. I want that in your CRM and I want it marked SOI because, and we'll talk about this too. Your follow-up with your SOI is different than your follow-up with your general leads. So leads that are coming into you are going to take more time um, based on how they come in. If they're social media leads, they're probably six months out. So, um, because they were socializing. So, and something intrigued them to click on your list and click on your listing or click on your ad for whatever, click on your information to get some information from you. And there's a reason, but it may not be for six months or more, right? So, the earlier though you get into that relationship with them, even if it's a social media relationship, right? Parasocial relationship, the earlier you can get into a relationship with them so that they're regularly getting your information. Um, so being retargeted, for example, through your CRM or however you're doing your retargeting, um, that's really important because the more that they see you and they hear your messages and they receive your information, they feel like they know you. We don't feel like we're celebrities. Certainly, I do not feel like I'm any kind of a celebrity. But for the people that read my information or get my videos over and over again, similar to their favorite celebrity, they know who I am, even though I don't know them. But they think they know me because they saw that I posted about ballroom dancing with my daughter on Sunday. And they see that I you know, have sons that I posted about my sons. And they see that I posted about my cat. Oh, and they also happen to see all the realtor information, real estate information that I'm sharing. So they're, they're finding useful information from me through the real estate information that they're receiving. And they're taking what they value from that. And, and they're not even talking to me. So I don't even know what they value from that. I'm just doing what I do and putting out my messages, my emails, my newsletters. And um, then they're watching me on social media and they see my cat and my kid and the homecoming and whatever silly thing I'm posting about because I like to post about everything. So, and they feel like they know me. And so when they call me finally or text me or engage with me, they're like, you're my realtor. And I'm like, who are you? And the CRM helps me because I can pull up their name. Um, and I can know exactly um, how they've been following me or where they've come from. So that's one set of follow-up. So we've talked now about calling, texting, emailing, tracking it through your CRM, making sure you're staying engaged until they buy or die. I don't have one that rhymes with sell, but forever, if they never respond to you and they also never unsubscribe, they just stay, they just go to the next stage of follow-up. I have people that I've done business with this year that have been in my database for two or three years and just finally became ready. I have people now I'm getting ready for next fall that are happening now are engaging with me and I know, okay, they're a year out. And here's the thing, we're building our business in 90-day increments forever. Unless you've got a date, you're going out of business. I don't. 
So, so unless you have a date, you're going out of business, you're building a 90 day increment. So if I plug somebody in 12 months from now, great. I'm ahead of that 90 day increment because I've already got some people plugged in 12 months from now. I want to plug people in every month, month over month, moving forward in 90 day increments so that I have a continuous predictable income all the time. And I can, I have gotten to the point now, I can predict my income pretty good. Sometimes it shifts a month. I think my September income is X and then it's really my October income was inflated, but it's there. I know what's happening with it. I also can see where I'm short. Like right now, I don't have a lot in December. I have a ton in October, a little bit in November. My December is light. So what am I focusing on? Building up November, December. And I don't I don't take off because it's Christmas. And yes, I take Christmas off. I'm, I'm a human, but I'm not like going to sleep for two weeks in December because it's the holidays and it's busy time because my January is going to suffer. So, right, I'm going to kill my January, February if I do that. So I got to build now. It's October on Saturday, everybody. So I got to build now that we're in October. I'm going to call it October because for me it is. I got to build that November, December, January now. So we should always be thinking about that. So my feelings are never hurt if I find somebody and qualify them and convert them. But I know I got to follow up with them for a year. But the danger is not utilizing your tools and losing track of them. Also, all those people that can't qualify right now, the interest rates are higher, um, you know, whatever. They need to wait because they or they do qualify, but their budget is low. And so they need to wait till these rates come down a little bit or we need to come up with another strategy for them um, or they need some credit repair. Right those all go into my pipeline. Those are going to be the best clients on the un, in the in the universe when we get them into a house. So they're a little harder to work with. They take a little bit longer, but they're the, going to be so thankful. You know, hey, I helped somebody. Well, geez, I love that, right? Any day of the week, if I can help you. But on top of that, they are going to be so thankful that they got their real estate goal achieved. And then they're going to tell everybody about you. So these are your most loyal clients because they took a little bit longer and you followed up with them, CRM. So every week I'm following up with everybody in my CRM. The other thing I do with the CRM is set the next task. So we all, I shouldn't say we all, many of us skip this. I have been this girl. Some days I still am. Some days I screw it up. Um, where if I just talked to Jess on the phone because she engaged with me or we had a text exchange, contact is a contact, email exchange, text exchange, we had a, an exchange, I should right now while I'm doing set the next time I'm going to follow up with her, whether that's tomorrow or in three days or next week, so that it becomes automated. So what should happen if I'm doing this is every day I go into my CRM in the morning during the quiet time, right? And... I see the tasks for today and those are the people I'm following up with, right? For my leads. If I'm always coding for every lead I reach out to, the next follow-up that I'm going to personally make outside of the drips that they're getting, text drips and email drips, the next time I'm going to personally follow up, it's going to become like it's a to-do list for me every day. So I know what I need to, to do every day just from going into my CRM. Now your SOI, your sphere of influence, um, that is all your past clients, right? All of them. So, and if you say, I'm new and I don't have any past clients, that's okay, you will. And for now, it's your friends, it's your family. Loosely define your SOI as anyone that would hear your name and know who you are. I don't care how deep they know you, but they would hear your name and know who you are. So you're like one level above spam. If they got a 
friend request from you on social media, they'd accept it because they'd be vaguely familiar with who you are. These are family members. These are friends. These are uh, extended family members. These are um, people that you went to high school with, but you haven't talked to in 20 years, but they would know your name. Um, These are people you do business with. Yes, your doctor. Yes, your um, the person that does your hair that you don't see all the time, right? Person that does your nails that you don't see all the time. Um, the yes, the dry cleaner that you always go to because you do you dry clean and they know you. Um, the server at the restaurant that you always eat at or the coffee shop, right? Um, and the owners there, right? All the places you frequent, all the places you network, right? The this is all your sphere of influence. We want them in your database, in your CRM, coded so that every week you can be doing different kinds of follow-up with your SOI. And that's a whole topic in itself. Maybe we'll do that next week, Lisa. I know I owe you a list. (laughs) So that's a whole, I could do a whole half hour on just following up with SOI. But every week you can be doing different follow-up with a different section of your SOI. So and it should be big. If you're brand new in the business, you should be able to come up with at least 100 people. You should. I have got young people, young people, like early 20s that are on my team that have been able to come up with at least 100 people. So if they can and they have less experience than some of us, then I know a lot of us can come up with more than that. So um, we want them all in your database so that we can be doing different follow-up with them. The first thing you can do is identify who are all the homeowners on your sphere of influence and make sure you've given them all a recent CMA, all a recent market update, right? Give it to them. So, and if you don't have their email address, call them. That is a great call. Jess, it's Amy. I know we haven't talked in a while. How are you? What's going on? Hey, by the way, you know, I know the market's been crazy the last couple of years. Do you want me to start sending you just a CMA once a month just so you know what's going on with your house? Just my gift to you. I can ask any friend or family member that I'm not selling them a thing. I didn't ask Jess for anything. I'm just giving her something. So she's not going to say no. She's not. So, um, So, you know, that you want to give stuff away so that you remind your friend and family members um, what's going on. And then with people I haven't talked to for a while, you know, I may do this through social media. I may do this through Messenger or on Instagram or Facebook. Um, You know, uh, people I went to school with, like I may say, hey, Sally, gosh, how are you? I haven't seen you since the reunion or whatever. I'm trying to stay better in touch with people. And I just want to catch up and see what that engagement looks like. Right. I just want to remind them I'm a realtor without reminding them I'm a realtor, without having to say those words, either through just having a normal human to human conversation, like catch up conversation or and that can be a video. Right. So it could just be a video text to them, too. I don't have a lot of time and I want to do some text today. I love video text. So it can be just that. Um, or by offering them something. I know they own a home. People that own a home probably want to know what's going on in their market, probably want to know how much their home how house is worth. Why don't I just give that to them? It reminds them I'm a realtor without asking them for anything. So I hope this was helpful. I know we're at the bottom of the hour. Um, I will get the video CMA off to you, Lisa. And um, let's do that. Let's next week, let's talk about SOI follow-up. We'll dive deep into that because everyone can do that now. And that's your now business. SOI follow-up. Okay. Bye guys. Have a great day. 
If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.